Welcome to the Run 22 podcast. This is the first episode. My name is Tanner Lindahl. I'm from Kansas. Uh, joining me as co-host is Sam Rich from South Carolina. And today we are featuring Gary Martin from Pennsylvania. Uh, Gary is a 403 miler, number two in the nation at the moment, and uh, also a Pennsylvania state champion. So let's get into it. Uh, Gary, how did you get into running? Yeah, so I mean... Growing up, I always played like soccer, baseball, and basketball. And in, like in grade school, I ran track, but I never took it that seriously. Like if I think kindergarten to fourth grade, I would run it and just like I, I didn't I didn't train. I just kind of showed up at some meets and would show up at some practices and ran like the 400 and the 800. And then I, I quit for a while and then I started again a little bit in eighth grade and freshman year. But again, it was just kind of like out. It was just track. I didn't run cross country or indoor track. It was just outdoor track. And I was more just like middle distance, 400, 800. And again, I was more focused on playing baseball at the time. So I didn't train that hard for it. And it was just kind of like something I did for fun. But then I really fell in love with it and the team freshman year. And I started taking more seriously. And sophomore year, I decided to run cross country. And that's really when I just got into the sport and started taking more seriously and started to see progression. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, because I was just scrolling through your miles but like you've gotten a lot faster i mean it's kind of kind of yeah i mean it, it just it helped going from just really having that the soccer speed but not much of a base and then just starting to run over the summer and just build a base and cross country made a huge difference yeah for sure i mean did you have any like shifts in workouts or kind of like more just focusing on just getting miles in like how do you think your progression just progressed so much over these last few years. Yeah, I mean, I think it was just probably focusing on getting miles in. I mean, even like sophomore, my summer going into sophomore year, like I didn't take it as, I didn't take it super seriously. It was more, again, I was mm-hmm. playing basketball over the summer, so I didn't get a ton of mileage. And then cross country season hit and I just, just I kind of started to realize like how different it was running cross country and how you need it to have a base to succeed. Cause, and then it kind of, cause it was rough that first year and the first few races. <laughs> Justin, I think I threw up after my first probably four or five races, but <laughs> so it was really just about like building, building that mileage of so my sophomore year and summer going into junior year that I think made the big difference and starting to take the little things seriously, like recovery and rolling and stretching just so I could stay healthy. So what's, what's your mileage like, like now it's the past season? Uh, so this past, this past track season, I've, most of my weeks have been in the 40 to 45 range the past few weeks with just championship racing season i've been down closer to 30 to 35 and now i'm getting into a little bit more of a mileage bump before i have another race again in july and then i wrap up track season but yeah i mean it's that's kind of the most mileage i've ever done is like 50 so track season i've hovered around 40 to 45 for most of it yeah, I mean, have you had any, like, I guess, with your training and mileage-wise, like, um, have you had, like, what has been, like, the staple workout for you this year um, that you really think has been really beneficial in throwing down those fast times? Uh, well, I think I think a big one is just just getting out and running intervals on the hills. Like, we have, I don't know if anyone, anyone listens from the area, but Pennypack Park, there's some great, just, there's a flat, but there's also just some great hills that we like to get out on and do just climb 1k repeats or 800 repeats or even 400 repeats and I think it helps just because I mean obviously when you're 
trying to hit paces on a hill, it's a lot harder. And then when you get on the track, it just feels a lot faster. So, I mean, I think 800 repeats on, especially those hills have just been a staple repeat, a staple workout. Both, I mean, this year and also just going back like cross country and previous years, I think that's just been a really effective workout. Speaking of hills, like what kind of cross country courses do you guys have in Pennsylvania? Because I looked at your your mile split. You you ran like low you ran like low sixteens, and then you go down to running lane and you break fifteen. I mean, like what, what kind of course do you have there? Yeah. So, well, let me just say that the running lane course. I mean, just it was a it, racetrack. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was awesome to run on. And mm-hmm. I mean, the PA courses. So. Our, our home course that we run on a few times a year normally we only got to run on it once because of covid but so it's belmont plateau and i don't know if anyone knows it but it's it's known for its hills i mean all the hills have there's like three hills that have a name which tells you they're bad so they're <laughs> there's one of them's called suicide one of them's and then there's flagpole which is i, I forget why it's called. i think another i think there's a giant flagpole at the top which obviously that makes sense but oh yeah and then parachute is there suicide i'm trying to think now but there's parachutes a big one because apparently so i don't if I'm, if I'm correct it's called parachute because when they used to do like army training there the army guys would go to the top of the hill and then jump off it and parachute so <laughs> that's why it's called parachute and it's just it's a rough hill so that's our home course i think my pr on that is like i think it was 16 20 something from this year and then and then our states courses that's the other one i ran on this year i only got to run on a couple courses this year but our state's course at Hershey is, it's pretty rough, especially this year. So I don't, I don't wear a watch when I race, so I don't know, I didn't get a mileage, but I heard from some PA runners that they thought they altered the course this year because they, or no, they had altered it last year because of the weather. But some people were saying supposedly it was long this year too. So I don't, I don't know if that's the truth, but that's what some runners were saying. That's what the rumor is out there. But yeah, I mean, just PA Hills, they're, they're pretty rough. I mean, especially Belmont Plateau is the big one. That's, Worst one, but even our state's course at Hershey's pretty. There's some decent, some decent hills. <laughs> yeah. So, what were your expectations going into like this track season? Were you, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, going in, I was. I mean, well, coming off the cross country, I think I had it in my mind. My goal was to run. I mean, I, I thought I was going to be the mile was going to be a primary event, so I wanted to run. Just be competitive to state me, go for a state title, and hope hope to run under four ten. After after indoor, I started to realize that maybe aim for a little faster, so I lowered my expectations too. I mean, I was I was thinking like four oh five going into the season, so I was able to hit that. And I mean, the thirty two hundred, that was that was I was pretty happy with that. That was kind of a bonus, but I mean, it was really just to be competitive at state meet and try to win a couple state titles, and I was able to do that. So it's been a pretty good season. Yeah, I mean, speaking of that um, 3200, I know you ran the 849, I guess. Just kind of like walk us through that race um, and how that one played out. Yeah, so going in, I mean, the I knew it was going to be fast because I had Rob DiDonato from Germantown Academy. There was a couple other PA guys like Downingtown West, Aiden Barnhill, uh, Declan Reimer. There was Devin Comer from Happer Horsham. And then there was a couple out-of-state guys, Nick Benson and Miles Hogan. So I knew it was going to be a fast race. And going out i mean i we went out we actually went out pretty fast i think i forget what exactly the pace was but i think it was like 103 104 for the first lap and then i took over a little bit and apparently i'm still a really bad pacer because i, I was just trying to settle in like at a 106 107 
but I accidentally dropped it down to 110. <laughs> I think scared everyone a little bit. So then Rob took over and he led for a couple laps and I think I took over for another lap. And then we kind of, we went back and forth for a little bit there, but then he took over with about two laps to go and he started to pull away and I couldn't quite hang on to him. But I mean, really just, it was going into that race. It was just to try to stay at the front of the pack, either in the lead or go with whoever was leading. And eventually I ended up being Rob and I couldn't quite hang with him and he broke the state record and I got second, which I mean, I was crazy happy with the time, so I couldn't complain, but it was, it was a really fun race. Yeah, it's kind of crazy I think you get that time and you don't win state. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was Rob's, that was state, like I said, state record and it was just, it was a crazy race and he deserved it. So it was cool to be a part of. For sure, for sure. And also, like, um, I guess with your state meet, like, how'd that go this year? Yeah, so um, that was our state meet this year. Normally, I mean, I, I haven't been to a, I haven't been to one of them besides this year. This is the first one I went to, so I don't, I've never experienced the other format. But the way it works, they usually do preliminary rounds on, I guess, Friday. So I'd ha I would have had to run a prelim for 800 and a 16 and then run finals for the 800, 16, and the 32 on Saturday. But it kind of helped me out this year because they, they did them all in one day. So I was able to I was able to triple and just run one final. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was it was uh, the order worked out pretty well, too. It was like the 32 and then a two and a half hour break and then the 16 and then an hour and a half break and then the eight. So that was the state meet was probably the most tactical meet I've ever ran because a lot of times I'm as I'm, I ran, I did this against Sam actually in the two miles. You you probably noticed I, I try I like to go out and try to lead, and obviously mm -hmm. it didn't work out there. As Sam Sam caught me, pulled away at the end. But but yeah, it was it was a lot more tactical than I'm used to running. Because um, in the 3200, I mean, I kind of had the mindset going in of just on, on obviously like an honest pace. Like I wasn't going to let everyone else into the race, but go out a little slower the first mile, and then just try to slowly start to increase the pace and just try to drop everyone in the second mile and I mean I was it worked out pretty well so I was pretty happy with that because it's the most tactical race I ever ran really and I was I think I won by like four seconds and was able to I think my splits were like 431 424 or something mm -hmm. but it, it worked out pretty well it was a it was a good race and I was pretty happy with the result I was able to get the win and pretty decent time I was more worried about winning it but I was happy with the time and then the 1600 that was I was pretty happy with that one too because it was it was like I said two and a half hours after the 3200 and there was it was it's this is probably let me just say like one of the best years PA distance running's had like there's a lot of good guys so I knew the 1600 was going to be competitive and I, I had a little bit of the same strategy where I went out I went out a little hard and just tried to lose the guys but I had Declan Reimer from Downingtown West sticking with me and I knew he's he has a good kick so I knew he was going to kick at the end so I saved a little bit and in the last 200 I was I was pretty happy it's probably the one of the best kick and I was able to just hold on and get the win. So that was that was a fun race to run, and I won in 408. And then, oh yeah, and then the the 800 was an hour and a half later, which I almost forgot about it probably because it was a little bit of a forgettable race for me. <laughs> I got, so yeah, so that one I got, I don't know if the legs weren't used to running the 800 speed, but I got a little boxed in in the start, and it wasn't it wasn't my best race. So I tried to work my way up, and I mean, I, I think I worked up to like fifth by the second lap, but I just didn't have my legs to make a move. So I finished fifth, which was, it was a decent way to cap off the day, but it definitely wasn't the race I was hoping for, but I couldn't complain. Yeah, that's, that's pretty solid. So what are your, what, what races do you have left of this track season? Uh, so 
I'm going out for to Brooks for the two mile, and I think that's it's July second or third. I forget when exactly it is, but so that'll that'll be my last race. So going into that, I'm just kind of start. I mean, starting to bump up miles a little bit, get into just some cross country base building, and then after that, take a two week break, and then get into cross country training. But yeah, I mean, it'll be a. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a fun way to wrap up the season. I mean, yeah, like, speaking of that, like, that race is definitely a lot later than I guess you're probably used to and, like, a lot. So, I guess you kind of mentioned that about, like, kind of bumping up miles for cross. Um, but, like, how do you think you're going to work that into your training for cross country next year, like, running so late into July? Uh, well, I mean, I've I've talked to my coach about it a little bit, and I think it's just going to be really just, like I said, just kind of, I guess, just starting to build a base now and then work my two-week break into it and maybe just I mean with with the way the cross-country season plays out I'm probably going to be hoping to race into November maybe early December depending on when some of the championship races are mm-hmm. so I think it, sh- it should work out decently where it's just the months of the month of August like late July and then August September even a little bit of October is base building and then I'll be able to cut down and get into races for November so it's definitely something I talked about with my coach about how it'll affect training but I think it should work out and should fit into the timeline pretty well. Yeah. So speaking of that, what are your goals for cross country? Uh, well, I mean, I think it's, I mean, the first one I could say is try to repeat a state champion. I mean, that was, that's a pretty, I mean, that's, it was really awesome to be state champion last year. And I would, obviously it's, it'd be nice to get the repeat. So I'll be going for that. And then, I mean, this will be pretty much, I've never had a chance to run at, I went to running lane last year, but I mean, my sophomore year and freshman didn't get a chance to go to Foot Locker or Nike Cross. So it'll be, it'll be pretty cool to hopefully go through that and try to qualify and get up there and just see what I can do on the national level and see if I can place high, hopefully maybe try to win and just try to wrap up senior year in a good way. So, I mean, pretty much that just go for go to some of the big national one or two of the big national races and see what I can do and try to make a name for myself in cross country too yeah that'll be cool to see um hmm. Sam you got anything else um I guess just with um like the 849 403 I mean I know you probably got a lot of colleges on your mind and everything like we're not gonna ask you like where <laughs> top schools or anything but I guess just like how's the college process going for you right now I mean it, it's been going pretty good it's it's cool it's a, it's a fun process to go through and it's I've gotten to meet a lot of great coaches and just learn about a lot of great programs so it's exciting and I mean the summer it'll be a, it'll be a fun summer too just getting with the recruiting period finally open just getting out and seeing schools and actually meeting coaches face to face so it's been a fun process and I'm looking forward to hopefully narrowing it narrowing it down this summer and coming closer to a decision in the fall. Yeah, so just considering your history, when would you say was the point where you realized you could really compete at a national level? Like where, where like where you're at now, you know, running four oh three and eight forty nine. I mean those are pretty when did you realize you're capable of that? Uh well I for me was our, our indoor track state meet my sophomore year. So it would have been, it was right before everything shut down. It was, I think it was March 1st, 2020, because 
I mean, my, my PR in the mile going into that was was 428. And I, I just qualified for the state meet. And that was kind of a big meet for me because I kind of, I meddled out of the slow heat. I got the second heat. I ran 422. So it's six second PR from the week from the week earlier I when I ran 428 and got a medal. And that was when I kind of started to realize that I could, there was a lot of room for improvement. I could be pretty good because I hadn't ran a ton of mileage at that point. I was still, like, I didn't really have much of a base over the summer. My coach pointed out to me, like, if I, if I really actually focused and trained the summer and put the mileage in, I would have a lot more to build off of. So, I mean, when everything shut down with COVID, that's kind of, that was kind of what gave me the motivation to just seeing like what I did in my sophomore year at that state meet and ran 422 without much to build off of. And when I looked at like what other guys were doing and uh, what a lot of the top runners did training wise and realized that they were a lot more we're running a lot more and focused that I, if I could do that, then I could, I had a lot of room for improvement. So I think it was definitely my state's mile sophomore year that really started to open my eyes a little bit. Yeah, it's just, it's just pretty cool to look on your like mile split page and just see what you did like your freshman year. It's like, wow, it's just, it's really incredible. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, I was 400, 800, and 200 freshman year, so it's, I don't think, I used to refuse to run the mile or two miles, so it's definitely a big change. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I don't have much else to talk about. Um, Sam, you got anything, or want to wrap it up? No, yeah, I think this has been awesome. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Gary. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I mean, I just, I appreciate you guys having me on, and it's it's been great to talk, and I'm looking forward to the podcast. Just yeah, the well, first, first episode. Hopefully we can keep it going and have lots of, lots of conversations with new people. Yeah, definitely. for sure.